0: I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say you Hello, and welcome to
2: Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the Martin Scorsese picture Goodfellas one violent minute at a time. <laughs> I'm Ron Richards, and with me is Josh Flanagan. Hello. Hello. And we're very excited. Joining us is our very special guest, Mr. Gabriel Hardman, established comic book creator, film storyboard artist and and a pretty a pretty good source of knowledge about movies how you doing Gabe
3: I'm doing well thank Th- you for having
2: me yeah thanks for coming on uh, and actually uh, whenever we have a guest on we always ask them what minutes would they like to talk about and uh, everybody says the carving <laughs> garlic scene and then the, and then they say the introducing the mobster scene and then they say the funny house scene but Gabe your first minute that you requested was this one
3: it was yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, well, for one thing, I hedge my bets knowing everybody else would ask me the other one. But, uh, but like honestly, I feel like and it and it really stood out to me the most. I, I had actually just coincidentally watched. I mean, I've probably seen this movie untold a number of times, but I sort of coincidentally watched it again, like right before you guys announced this show. And and it really stood out to me that this moment, like this, you know, this minute, this this sh- the main shot that takes up this minute, is like my favorite kind of like bravura, uninterrupted shot in this movie. And even though everybody else looks at the Copa shot and thinks that that that's the greatest thing, you know? And I mean, I, because... I feel like it's in a lot of ways it's because the Copa shot is something that everybody can really, you know, obviously see as one big long uninterrupted shot that's impre- technically impressive in in one way or another. But this one to me is the one that really crystallizes how intense Scorsese can can make this movie in one uninterrupted shot that is basically eye level on a dolly that just walks across the street with him sees him <laughs> pistol whip the shit out of a guy
2: not, wait, 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 wait. So, okay. not ahead of it I, I i failed to mention that so this minute starts with uh henry telling karen to go inside and clean herself up and it ends with karen opening the door to the house and what happens in between is what <laughs> Gabe, you just you just start going into detail. All right, all right, him. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's It's, <laughs> it's very exciting. It's very very exciting. <laughs> well, cuz right. it's it's funny because I cuz this for and we we joke on the show about how like no, no, this is my favorite scene. No, no, this is my favorite scene. But for many years this actually was my favorite scene. And I don't know if it was because it was so technically done well as you pointed out or if just the ferocity or the way leota pulls it off but i i adored this scene for years i think
1: i think gabe's right in that in that this is one of those ones that when i was watching it this time i was like i don't know that i ever noticed this, this was this was all one shot yeah right right i didn't it's, notice that this was 40 yeah. seconds un, uninterrupted that right. a lot happens in yeah right but let's um, start at
3: the beginning of the fucking
1: talk. yes yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: so so Henry has arrived at Karen's house after she was uh after the altercation with her across the street neighbor and it's very silent. I think one one thing that struck me about this entire minute is just the natural sounds.
1: Yes, yeah, totally silent and and then yeah. that makes we're going to hear it in a second but it makes that the sounds that are in that 40 seconds, the the footsteps and then the uh the impact. we we'll, well, not, we'll not even to... the, not
2: even the impact but the birds. There's yeah. like there's yeah,
1: like, the, yeah. yeah. The, on the walk it, back. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well one of the things that strikes me at this at this at the beginning of it that I hadn't exactly thought about in this way until I just watched it out of context was that like he doesn't really give a fuck about Karen. Like he <laughs> like doesn't he, he's like ah, go inside. And, yeah,
2: go, go, get you yourself like,
1: cleaned he up.
3: <laughs> her in he doesn't take care of her at all. He's only interested in this kind of bullshit chivalrous thing that he's planning on doing, right? Well,
1: he he this is like the first time is this the first time that we've really seen him be a tough guy? Like, really, so. yes. Because he doesn't yeah. actually
3: do that much over the course of the movie. No, he doesn't. And, yeah. and a lot
1: of times he's sort of like, he's got like the sweet face and he's sitting there, you know, with all the other guys. And, you know, Henry, you're supposed to be doing this stuff too. You know, that kind of thing. Like, you kind of go, well, maybe he's not involved. And here, from the moment that he starts looking in the rearview mirror, like, his whole... Demeanor changes. His face changes. Yeah, like and he gets that. He gets super animalistic, and you know, you know, it's just somewhat overacting, but it, you know, it totally works for this.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, maybe I don't know. I no.
1: Yeah, I don't just, mean yeah. that in a bad way. I'm, I'm almost. It's almost overacting, not in the sense of the actor, but in the way that these people acted. The, the, yeah. the, the peacocking is the way yeah. we. Sort of yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, just sort of his his street toughness. Um, but which what's great is that it starts off as you're looking across across the street. What's the what's the guy's name? I Bruce Bruce Bruce. I don't know why I can't remember that. Uh, He's standing there and he's, he's giving the tough guy look back, which is great. Yeah, like and he also in a yellow members only jacket. Yeah, like like Bruce, like
2: Bruce knows what happened and there's that that great shot. It's the it's it, it the the rearview mirror is out of focus and it then it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that was called rack focus, is that yeah, it? it yeah, rack
3: from, you know, it's 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 kind of a weirdly like it's one of these Scorsese things that it's an unmotivated thing to do. There's no reason for the for the uh, you know, uh, not to just cut to it in focus, but he mm-hmm. cuts to the rearview mirror out of focus, racks to focus to just like make that cut have more energy you know it's it's
2: but but it also but it also feels like from a viewing standpoint that like it 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 feels to me like i'm look i'm i now have shifted back into henry and i'm looking at henry's point of view yeah you know and and this is coming to focus and to josh's point it it, it's we see bruce in his fucking yellow jacket standing there like all proud of himself because he thinks that he's going to get away with whatever he did you know and little does he he know
3: And you get great, some also some great. Scorsese, like uh, Scorsese, in this especially in this movie, it's it's like all about these fucking insert shots. There's inserts yep. of everything, yes. right? Yep. And yep. like uh, the, you know, there's there's two inserts of a gun here. Basically, the he grabs the gun from a floorboard or wherever it is up uh, under the dash. Under
2: it's under and, the seat, under the seat. Yeah, okay,
3: yeah. and uh, you know, and then gets up, and then there's like this shot of him putting it in his belt. And, like, it's – like, watching this again, I always thought that it's, like, that shot, if if Steven Spielberg was to direct this, he would put the gun in his belt, turn away, and we would follow him the whole way there. Mm. And, like, it's so – it's somehow so Martin Scorsese to me to just, like, cut around to his face and just follow his face, you know, and just uh, show it – you know, just really just show the damn thing instead of being uh, stylish.
2: Yeah, and, and go, going back to the gun, again, I I, <laughs> I, I take issue with the fact that, that – he just drops the gun in his pants, and there's no belt, there's no holster. Yeah. Like, like it looks to me that that gun is two steps away from sliding down his pant leg and out the bottom of his pant leg. And that kind of that polyester fabric, there's no catching on that. Right, yeah, exactly. Break down and gain momentum. And, and I'll tell you what, I don't, I, you know, I've held a gun maybe twice in my life, so I don't have a lot of F- background with guns. I've worn a lot of pants. <laughs> <laughs> And I know, I know the give of that pant. There's no way that that waistband with the little gold thing keeping the pants up is ke- is keeping that gun inside. I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, that's just I, I had
1: never noticed the landscapers in the background. That's yes. So as I was like, I, oh, witnesses again.
2: Yeah. So so <laughs> yeah. So as the you know, so as he after he drops the gun, then we get the shot of Henry in the driveway. And by the way, Karen is already inside. She's long gone, which I which is also I think funny because I don't think there was enough time for her to get inside. But whatever. And this starts the uninterrupted dolly shot. And as Henry walks by, Josh too. I agree with you. I was like, "Oh, there's landscapers right there, and probably watched all this happen."
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how it works. They don't. No one. You know. They, no, they, they don't care about it. Yeah. <laughs> so then, so then, yeah. as we as we start the movement, I mean, the two things that stand out, and it's a long take. I mean, it's, it's probably you know five or seven seconds of just him walking across the street, and all you hear are those those footsteps, which don't. I don't know. They've got that sound of those shoes. It doesn't necessarily seem like it's even really there. Obviously, it wasn't. And then he's doing that walk. That's sort of like he's building to a climax. And and really, like we said, that's the first time that like oh, he's he's a tough guy. He's he's a wise guy.
3: I think that the what part of what makes this so impactful is the sort of uninflected way that it's shot. It's not. It's Mm -hmm. not shot in a indulgently dynamic way it's mostly kind of a normal lens it's not it's a little wide and uh and it's basically at eye level and it's you know and like i'm saying and he uh and it's about just his intensity you know Mm -hmm. it's not about uh trying to convince you that this is more intense than it is it just feels really intense you know
1: I, i really like the move how you've got him in the frame, and then it whips around to see the three guys, and then he sort of comes back into it. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. that's another one of those kind of like slightly unmotivated, but just done for dynamics and style yeah. and stuff, you yeah. know, uh, which it, which works great, you know. I mean, it's it's like uh, it feels like Scorsese is always a little bit impatient <laughs> with the, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with something conventional, and will uh, and will push it a little beyond there. Yeah. But like, I just love how he just attacks the guy in this. Well, there's no well, break. That's, well, that's
2: that's the great thing is that like so so what you also what I also like is I like the the flow of the landscape and that Henry comes down the driveway and then he's on flat ground on the on the road but then walks up the incline up to Bruce's driveway, right? Or at least it feels like it. Yeah. And Bru- and the camera swings around and Bruce is there and he knows it's coming and he's being tough guy and he's like he's like what do you want, fucko, oh, whatever. And he just gets hit by a truck. Yeah. He has the like ten what, of them. Like what yeah, yeah. What, what he thinks was about to happen is not what happened. Like that, that's what I love. Like, and there's that there's that initial shock of both of both Bruce's so the two guys that he's looking at the car with are his brothers. At least that's how they're credited in the yeah. cast. His brother Seth Myers? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the look of shock on their brothers' faces, but also the look of shock like I'm pausing
1: it and the look of shock on his face is just like it's like <laughs> Well, you imagine that what he must have thought was gonna happen. Yeah was a, a tough guy talk, war of, you know, two guys yelling at each other. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Henry, ne- like, nothing, nothing anybody could have said or done was going to stop Henry. He'd already planned to make that move before he started. So when he got there, it was just one in an inter- uninterrupted swing into ten. I counted. <laughs> ten gun butts to the head. And then one extra. <laughs> and yeah, and it was it's, totally clearly, steady. it's Boom. It's, it's, clearly
3: mm. like in the in the first you know main volley of them it's clearly like four more hits than the audience can take you know <laughs> yeah. it's like you build up and build up and build up. And then it's like, oh, my God, he's just still fucking hitting him, you know, right. uh, which would have, like it was the the kind of thing that made me really uncomfortable when I was, uh, you know, like a, a younger teenager trying to watch Martin Scorsese movies. But then when this movie actually came out, I was like, that's the perfect amount of fucking smashing <laughs> yeah. a gun in somebody's face. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I it, it's that level of tension that just goes a little bit beyond what what's OK. Yeah.
2: So what's great is that, you know, like a lot of this, you know, we, we compare a lot of what we see happens in the movie to the text, you know, the, the, the Pelleggi book, The uh, Wise Guy and Henry Hill's story. And it, there's always the caveat of you can only take Henry Hill. So like take his word. He's no longer with us. But, you know, we, we're taking his word as, as truth, you know, and He's we're going liar. with that assumption. Yeah, I know. But But if you go to the book and read the passage about this incident – it is shot for shot from Henry's description. Like he said, he we pulled to the house. I looked outside. There's a Corvette parked out front. The house was full of miserable rich fucks. There were three brothers. All of them had Corvettes. I had a gun. I walked across the street. You know, like the guy. The guy thought that we were gonna have talk some man to man bullshit. Like the minute he was in my reach, I grabbed him by the hair of my right hand, and like it just like it's, it's <laughs> almost as if this is the storyboard to the to the scene, which I think is yeah. a, is, is fascinating. <laughs> Um, also, I feel bad for Bruce because he has two
1: brothers who are worthless. <laughs> well, yeah. I th- they immediately just – they assessed that they were outgunned. <laughs>
3: literally. I, I, love, I love the don't shoot line. The guy, the guy <laughs> says higher. don't shoot. And it's a bad reading. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's not it is. good, but it somehow works so yeah. well.
2: And, and also the, the, the brother – the younger brother on the left in the blue shirt is horribly overreacting. Like, he's he he's got this horrible, like, look of concern, and he's going back and forth on his feet. Like, he
1: doesn't know what to do, and it's like, it's like oh, man. Know, that's not a thing you wouldn't see in a Long Island suburb, though. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> don't shoot. That, and it just squeaks out. Don't shoot. Don't, don't, don't shoot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: now, now b- before we move on to the walk back to the house, I do need to note that that is a 1966 Corvette Stingray, which I am not a fan of a, of the Corvette line of cars, but of them— this is that's, the best model ever. That's yeah. I was about to yeah, say. I yeah. like the
1: one before that. I don't know. It was I like don't the fifties
2: one. This thing, this Stingray is just is it's yeah. just beautiful and 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 yeah and 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 like we and so they filmed this in Lawrence on Long Island in the Five Towns. So this is like it like one of my notes is that they nailed suburbia. Like I can't like people parking their car on that angle with the red with the toolkit and all and the the Corvette drape over the engine and all that sort of stuff. They just this is like. I grew up seeing that all the time, and so and it's very very accurate. So well done. And the beatings. And the beatings, yeah.
1: I mean, so it's pistol whip Saturday. <laughs> yeah. On the island.
2: <laughs> what what always struck me is how ferocious
1: Leota is on the walk back. The savage underbite and heavy breathing. That's what I wrote. Yeah. And that he achieved peak scowl.
2: And also, wait—I don't want really to blow over—but the fact that his only line to the guy is, you know, i, I swear, to my fucking mother, you touch her again, you're dead—and that's
1: perfect, right? It's just—it's like... It's, it's utterly efficient. Yeah, yeah. It got it got everything across that he needed to. The whole thing was over in forty seconds. Uh, you know, he's—he's he's very efficient. He's yeah. an efficient tough man. Yes.
2: I have tried to use that line where I can in life. I have not had many moments though. <laughs> It's it's pretty tough. I have sworn on no, my mother though. I, ha, I I have sworn on my mother. I stopped after that part. <laughs> Fucking mother. <laughs> Sometimes when needed. Yeah. She she listens. So I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to get too into that. But <laughs> um, I like that when Henry goes up, goes back up the uh, driveway and goes, and Karen's waiting at the door. Th- there's an audible groan from across the street. <laughs>
1: I didn't notice. Yes. <laughs> you just hear just a random uh. <laughs> so it looks like you'd be severely injured from that. Oh yeah. Cranial yeah. you know, cracking, you know, you could you could break a skull. Yep. Yeah. At least yeah, a yeah, broken nose. Cracking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like like he like so I want to know like to the extent of which like what happened what was the aftermath for Bruce? Well, apparently according to Henry Hill in the book See
2: what actually happened. This was not a planned segue we put in here, by the way. No, yeah. What, <laughs> so what actually happened was is that they called the police. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that really is my question every time. Yeah.
2: So so what happened was that after he he hit he hit Bruce and Bruce's real name was Steve. And then uh, apparently what apparently Henry thought Henry was ready to kill him, but the fact that his brother said don't shoot or or he said he's got a gun made him stop. And then he said he left Bruce crying in the driveway and he pissed all over himself. And then we're going to talk in t- in tomorrow's episode about the hiding of the gun. But uh basically what happened was is that when Henry went inside, the 14 Nassau County cops showed up. And they were basically in the, in the whole thing it was them looking for the gun and trying to find the actual, you know, weapon that he used. And when they couldn't find it, you know, it kind of it, it it you know, it they kind of moved on from there. There's some sneaking around, uh that sort of thing, but they they basically just wanted to get Henry out of the neighborhood so they could avoid any trouble. Huh. So there you go. So they just they couldn't
1: find the gun. Yep. Which and we are going to talk about that <laughs> uh, that part tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So does anyone else have anything on the minute?
3: I just want to like just to be a movie nerd for a second again. Please. Oh, that's uh, why that's why I, you're here, Gabe. The, so. Just think about like you know uh, the difference between the kind of brutality in this shot and the way that it's that it's treated, and when later you get to the Billy Bats murder because there. are like 180 degrees different right and the you know that's all in uh pieces it's all uh the impacts are shots individual shots where he's getting hit and kicked and all that sort of stuff and you know it's more like the it's it, in in hitchcock nerd world there's a there's a, a thing in uh, a sequence in torn curtain called the gromek murder which is all about uh trying to kill somebody uh and it's all made up of uh you know like mm-hmm shots individual shots and and that you know that building up the tension and like the the fact that he chose to treat these so differently i think is uh is interesting in telling.
1: but at the in the cold open when they stab billy bats is in the trunk it's more like this yeah you're just it, watching and it's right ugh. right
3: but it's but it's a couple of shots still it's pushing it in it, while they while they you know uh knife him
1: right i wonder if it's also 11 stabs <laughs> Just some, sort of, so, some sort of numerology going on with it but but
2: but so so gabe what but, but it, it's telling in what way like what like i mean because
3: he would uh you know the ways that he chooses to shoot the things are important and that the the fact that that he'd show the brutality of this and our main guy in this way in this uninflected way that 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 doesn't push the filmmaking on you and then later he does the complete opposite with the Billy Bats murder where uh, where yeah. Every bit of it is uh, kind of like using the charisma of movie making to push the brutality on you. Right. I mean, I, they're very, they're, uh, you know, they're, the fact that he would that it's not that he has a preconceived idea of how how to shoot a murder sequence, it, a brutal murder sequence. It's that it's all about what you're trying to get across by how you show it.
1: So we've had a discussion that's sort of been an ongoing thing about how specific Scorsese is, and I believe that he's incredibly specific about everything that's happening on here and what's your take on that
3: I think not as much I think really? is I think that he has real clear ideas about things and he shoots really specific things but I think that a lot of it I mean so much of it is in the cutting and you know we all. you know obviously there's all the stuff like you know the disappearing cigar and stuff like that that you know uh, you know that like show that there's that continuity is not that's not what he's concerned about you know he's no, not man. concerned that oh we have to perfectly replicate this thing so or that that, like like,
2: like like karen not being outside when when two seconds ago she was in the car right yeah, yeah
3: although yeah. i think that that's that's the level of cheating where you just you know where you, you go know, with it nobody's looking we, it,
1: you we know? had another one of those shots earlier i think where something happened really fast but it yeah. didn't matter yeah.
3: But that's in cuts, and that's like you know we can we can assume that you know that we that that's not a realistic depiction of time, as opposed to just a shot, you know, over over sort of situation where you know somebody has a you know the hand in the shot and then it's gone and they're they have a whatever you know like yeah, it, yeah. things like that where it's and I you know I was just reading because I uh, I, I did uh, more preparation for this than any other thing I have going on in my life. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I was just reading about. um the, uh, reading like a book of uh, interviews with him. And he was talking about how um, so often he will look back at, a, at something that that, uh, that he shot and just think, how did this, you know, how did I let this happen? How did I, you know, how did I not, you know, there's so many mistakes in it, but uh, but then the emotion of it will come through and then he'll use the one that has the most emotion in it, you know, the, the, where the, the emotion con- connects most directly. Yes. So I really think that it's that he's uh, he's looking past a lot of the, You know, potentially sloppy technical aspects of it. To, uh, and just and picking the thing that has the most impact and I think that that's you know the right thing it's I mean no one no one cares if something is sterile and perfect you know
2: yeah and I think that's where Josh and I have differed on this topic because I think Josh has been you know and Josh I don't want to speak for you but you've been saying that, that 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 everything is calculated everything is deliberate everything is thought of where my my impression is that he's capturing these moments and he's working with it and then working with what he got and and sometimes with what he got there are flaws but that's okay because the the sum total is getting across the moment better yeah. than any other. Oh, any, and yeah, I agree yeah. with that. But I think that
1: yeah. so, so that's shooting though. But the point where we're then assembling it, where 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 Dearest Thelma uh, is is putting it together. You know, I, I think, think, think you, that ha- I think you've got
2: a thing for Thelma.
1: I totally do. I know. Yeah, I absolutely do. Yeah, it's, it's it's all about talent. Yeah, and I love the way these movies are cut, and it like goes straight through. Like I can watch this, and I can watch The Departed. I can watch Wolf of Wall Street. I see that same thing that I like.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Well, Um. Martin Scorsese directed the fucking movie. (laughs) (laughs) Like very specifically, (laughs) you know. I mean, and also he, you know, not to take anything away from her, but he does sit there with her all the time. I mean, you know, it's uh, they, the, you know, he shot this movie, The Silence, or whatever, and there isn't even a release date for it because they're just sitting there cutting the movie you know yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not most of the time there'll be an editor who's off making some assembly while the movie is still shooting so that isn't a
1: thing that, that happened with this you don't think
3: i don't believe so i think that they you know go and I mean, maybe she makes an assembly during the thing mm-hmm. but i believe that it, i mean they have long schedules for editing and i think it's because he sits there and fucking does you know is is on top of it all the time which is not to say she isn't bringing some huge thing to it there's no way to disentangle that because they've barely ever not work together
2: right right well, wow, this is great. Well, we could we could talk about this all week, and in fact, we're going to. Ooh. So, so, <laughs> so unless anybody has anything about this specific minute, any no. other any other notes? We good? All right. No. So we'll wrap this sucker
1: up. So wait, we want to wait. Thank- minute forty one. Yes, uh, we have to we have to address the fuck count.
2: Yes, the fuck count. How many So oh, Josh uh, of the of this the forty one minutes of uh, forty one. I'm sorry, the forty first minute of which forty seconds are a brutal beating. How many fucks were there? Uh,
1: this minute featured five fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Which is going to carry the fuck load for the week, as we're going to find out. So uh, it's a good thing that they front-loaded the fucks uh, for this week. So we're at five, um, bringing our total to 90. Wow. Jeez. So 41 minutes in, 90 fucks.
2: <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps it up for Minute 41. Uh, Gabriel, thank you for joining us. Uh, are you going to be available to join us for, for tomorrow's episode? All right, sure. All right, we appreciate it. Uh, so tune in then for Minute 42. Until then, you can check us out on Twitter at GoodfellasMin and on Instagram and Facebook at Goodfellas Minute. And you can find all of our episodes and the backlog of everything at GoodfellasMinute.com. And if you like the show, you can help us out by supporting it. You go to goodfellowsminute.com slash support where you can find a link to our Patreon. Uh, we thank everybody who stepped up and has become a patron of the show. We're, we're getting more and more every day and we thank you for it. Um, if Patreon's not your thing, you can go to Amazon. Just click on the Amazon link on our website. And any purchases you make at Amazon on whether it's the Goodfellows movie or book or not gives us a little back in return, so we thank you if you have any questions or any notes, uh, you can also email us at contact at goodfellowsminute.com and until next time, I gotta go see a guy across the street about something
0: Or will I go from rags to return? My fate is on